0: Log Talk Radio.
1: You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing, man? All I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball? Not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got Moxie, and the guy's got... Philadelphia. You aren't anymore, You're gonna rise up and you're gonna get Ben Simmons. You're gonna get Ben Simmons in the draft and you're gonna do big things. Welcome on into an episode early, early, early edition of the Hooper Vlog. It is it is episode twenty one here. Yes, and if you can hear the rock seeds in the background. Go Philadelphia 76 News have won a basketball game, yes they have, it's the first time they've won a basketball game since late April, late March, early April, it's been a while, they deserve it, they deserve a party, it's been almost 6 months, 7 months since they've won a basketball game, and they got it done, they got the victory, good for them, finally, finally, they can rest and they can relax when it comes to this losing streak that was the longest in American sports history you deserve it obviously retiring Kobe Bryant's High School Jersey uh, with Julius Irving coming out last night was was a sight to see but but man the Philadelphia 76 ers getting the win 103 to 91 in Philadelphia over the over the 2 and 15 now Los Angeles Lakers we all know what they're playing for I mean, unless you're crazy, we all we all know what they're playing for. This is this is pretty obvious stuff they're playing Craig, for. I mean if you have not missed the jump shot. Quarterman with a nice outlet. Simmons already. on the move.
0: And he missed the dunk.
1: He tried to punch Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons missed dunk. That's what both these teams are playing for and from what I can see. The Lakers are trying to play for Ben Simmons as we speak again episode 21 here today on a hump day edition of the Hooper's Log it is Wednesday December 12th 2015 people were already in December we're only 23 days away from Christmas yes today is your 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern time edition of the Hooper's Log I got some I got some things I have to do later on today and uh, I had to do the show early so if you're listening to the podcast thank you if you're listening on listen to me on your way To work, feel free to call in, 323-642-1558. Again, the number is 323-642-1558. Here in the FanDuel Studios, again, if you want to do anything FanDuel, do you know basketball, prove it at FanDuel.com. Play against your friends anytime on FanDuel. Head-to-heads and private leagues have never been easier. The benefits of FanDuel, I mean, you have... So many games on in the NBA tonight, nine games on a hump day. You got Golden State facing Charlotte, Lakers playing Washington. I mean, you can go on and on. There's a ton of games going on in the NBA, ton of players to pick from. It should be really, really fun. Go to FanDuel.com and click the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code CELTICS and sign up now. When you try FanDuel right now, you'll also get a special no-lose offer on your first League. Enter a FanDuel league now, and if you don't win any prize in your first contest, we'll refund your entry up to ten bucks. Just deposit, play, and if you don't win, we'll refund your first entry up to ten bucks back into your FanDuel account for additional play. Go to FanDuel.com. The microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use Celtics. That's FanDuel.com. Promo code Celtics. And uh, again, we. We have quite the show today. Not not the biggest show, but we do have some stuff to go over. Quite a bit of WIPA-worthy performances from last night. Obviously, if you heard the show yesterday, we went over our top ten performances of the month. There were quite a bit from last night. One, that, A couple that could potentially be on the top ten performances of the month by the end of the month when you get into the January of 2016. Yeah, we're only about 20. We're only about... 29 days away from the New Year's, people. I mean, think about that. 29 days away from 2016. It's been crazy. It's been a quick year this year. John Wall and Marcus Saul last night went off. We'll go on to those in just a moment. Um, Again, again, you're listening to the Hoopers Log here. My name is Simo Buckets, and my website is simobuckets.com. If you're listening through the Blog Talk Radio website or if you're listening through Apple.com or, excuse me, Apple uh, Podcasts, we are on there. We will be on there today if you're listening through the podcast, I thank you again for listening. This should be a quick show. I don't see Andrew on the inside the studio right now. Uh, he might not be showing up. He's got again. He's working right now. We're working very hard out there in the Detroit land. Uh, if he calls in, we'll definitely throw him on the air. Um, but as of now, it's just going to be me. Are we ready to roll? I think we're ready to roll, people. Let's talk about this NBA landscape and talk some college basketball from last night. Let's get it going, Kevin. Hartley. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. Speaking of the devil, Andrew Norris is in the building. What's up, man? Hey, how are you, Chris? Hey, I didn't know if you heard, but uh, but uh, the guy, the, the, the team, they, they got it done. They got it done last night. Yes. Yes, I don't know if you heard this, but they did it. They did it, Andrew.
0: They got a victory. Oh, we got they some got bad news to go along with it. Uh oh! Another was video of Jalil Okafor getting in another street fight. As yeah, by CNZ. Another one. Is, On no- November twenty fifth.
1: Boy, this guy—you talk about dates. They're just—they're digging at this point. I'm telling you, they're digging when it comes to the news of Jalil Okafor. I was gonna say something, but I figured you'd come in and, and, and throw the haymaker, and you did. Uh, yeah, Jaleel Okafor, again, another character assassination by the media. Again, this guy is turning into a TMZ uh, a sugar daddy. He is just providing them with all the content they need, and uh, he is getting it done in that perspective. Andrew, I know you didn't watch this Philadelphia Laker game unless you did. Uh, did you see anything from this one that would that would be worth watching other than the fact that Kobe Bryant was just completely – just loved there in Philadelphia from what he did again Philadelphia getting the victory last night uh they won 101 to 93 if i'm not mistaken uh and 103 to 91 excuse me what did you see from this one last night and uh is there any hope that Philadelphia can win 10 games this year they're not on pace to do it but can they really
0: oh yeah i mean if you look at their last 6 games they held a lead in the fourth quarter of all of them they're not quite as bad as what as what we think they've been. Um, they've been bad, but it's not like they're going out and losing by thirty points every game. Um, honestly, the way the teams look right now, I think if seventy if the seventy sixers played the Lakers a hundred times, they'd win sixty of those hundred times. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think this team could could hit you know a couple two or three game winning streaks during this season. Um, their schedule also hasn't been exactly a cupcake. It hasn't been the Warriors' schedule start the season. They've been playing contender after contender. And you see when they do play these bad teams like the Lakers, they're right there. 17 attempted three-pointers from Kobe to win this game and a minus 21 plus minor. But, I mean, they didn't get their best performance out of out of the uh, street fighter, Jalil Okafor. He went for 12-5. and five. Um you know, the thing, if the Lakers have anything to be proud about, it's that Robert Covington had zero steals in this game. He's averaging 3.2 a game. Um, Jeez. And, but this, this whole starting line, you know, they shot good from the field, except for Jacar Sampson and uh, Hollis Breson. Uh, Jalil Oak or excuse me, Nerland Noel had 14-9 had and 9 in 26 minutes. He looked comfortable on the offensive end. So I think this team is much, much, much better than the on 18 start they showed. Um but I still think maybe 15 to 18 wins is probably the limit and that might even be high.
1: Right, yeah, I'm thinking this team's going to be about a 12 15 win team this year. This is yeah. I mean again, I agree with you. I think they're better than the Lakers when it comes to their overall youth and 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 a talent, but yeah, on the whole, yeah, this was this was one of those games that was really hard to watch. I watched maybe the final 5 minutes because I saw the 76ers were up and I was like Yay. Thank God they finally got a victory, and they can they can put this losing streak to bed. I mean, the last time they won a game was sometime in March. I mean, that's, that was a long time ago now. I mean, think about this. What were you doing in March when it came to the basketball world? We were talking March Madness. I mean, th- that's the last time the 76ers won a basketball game. And it's now December 2nd, and I was just mentioning we have 23 days from Christmas – that's, that is a long time to go without a victory, and they got it done. Um, and so for that, uh, good good for them. Good for them for moving forward and getting, getting over the hump, the really, really big hump of this losing streak. Uh, last night there was another big game in the NBA that was kind of a head scratcher when it came to the outcome. It, it wasn't shocking because the team's really talented. And when John Wall has the performance he had last night, 35 points, 10 assists. Four rebounds and five steals, a 64 in the whiteboard. The performance they're going to win ball games more than not. 97-85, the Washington Wizards beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Is it safe to say, Andrew, as of last night, that the Eastern Conference is is the most even conference I think I've seen. It's been it's the most even it's been in nearly 15, 16 years. This this conference. I'm telling you, from top to bottom, and I know I know the Cleveland Cavs hit a speed bump, but this was a home game. had a couple of had a day off, and the Wizards just came in and annihilated them. They destroyed them. I mean, both teams didn't play well in the fourth quarter. Both teams didn't play well in the third, but in that first half, the Wizards destroyed the Cavs. I mean, this is probably the the product of a bad backcourt that the that the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have. But this shouldn't be happening to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They shouldn't be throwing up 85 points like this. And to see now between the Boston Celtics, who are now technically a ninth seed in the Eastern Conference, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're all separated by three games, nine to one. And even the Pistons at nine and nine, four games separated from first place. You're talking about a a conference now where parity, I think, is at an all-time high as we head into the quarter poll, what did you see from this one? And what and what is your take on this
0: Eastern Conference? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Wizards kind of – they were in must-win mode with the way they've been playing, and they came out. Right. Man, you're not going to get – you're not going to get 35 points from John Wall every night. He's not going to go out and hit three out of five threes every night. Um, I mean, but then, you know, they countered that with Bradley Beal being one for ten for the three. Uh, so you know it, they had they had the good and they had the bad, but really they right. just wanted it more, which is which is really disappointing to see after that players only meeting because uh, that's really what it was about. Um, but it, in the Eastern Conference, you know, it, there's only one team that has a chance to win the Eastern Conference barring injury. It's it's Cleveland. Nobody can. I don't think anybody's in the same right. league as them. I think it's them and then probably about 10 steps down the ladder closer to the floor it's the rest. Okay, the battle is for second place in the Eastern Conference. Maybe not in the regular season. Maybe they somebody could catch Cleveland in the regular season. I doubt right, it. Right, right. But but when it comes playoff time, and this te- you know, this is a team that's been together for almost a year now, you know, when the trades all happened and uh, you know, all all that when they finally got on their roll, uh, it was January, it was the beginning of January. Um yep. After after LeBron came back from that absence, this team is still the best team. Nobody's close. Um, Thirteen and five is still a good record. They'd still be in third place in the West. Um, Right. You know, it's it's let's not undermine it, but it's you know it's just uh it is a pretty even Eastern Conference, especially when you compare it to the West. Um, But again, the evenness comes from two to probably eleven more than it goes from one to two. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I, I, I Again, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think that the Cavs are just going to run into some speed bumps here over this next month until Kyrie and Amon Shumper come back. Apparently, they've, they've, they're they they on track to come back earlier than we thought. So, if they do, then you won't see games like this in the future. The, the Wizards might win games like this, but they won't win 97-85. They might win 97-90, 97-92, 90, something closer to that uh, area. But – uh, again, the Wizards got got a victory now seven and eight on the season. Suns and Brooklyn Nets. What a strange game! Brooklyn Nets getting another victory ninety four ninety one. Again, like I said, don't really count this team out yet. Five and thirteen. Yes, not a great start, but this team is starting to slowly turn it around. They've won five games over the la- over these last couple of weeks. They started off uh, with with no wins as well in their first, I believe nine eight games and finally they've turned it around and they put together a pretty nice stretch of games uh five and 13 now again the suns are your average basketball team when it comes to overall put together like that that whole team is just the definition of average and they're still hovering within a spot in the the western conference at eight and ten right now uh so that was the case last night brooke lopez had a solid game 23 points six rebounds and two assists Magic and Timberwolves, this was your definition of NBA jam last night. Two really, really young teams who could jump out of the gym. Nikola Vucevic, 18 points, 12 rebounds. Andrew Wiggins had 27 points in his sleep. Timberwolves could not quite pull it out as a Magic again. Better than what they show as their record, 96-93. and 96 to 93. They're now 10-8, and eight, hovering at around an eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. Uh, this Magic's team, again, is, is really looking good and really looking like a team to come out of nowhere and potentially scare some teams in the Eastern Conference. Now, if they play in the eighth spot, we know who they'll play. They'll play Cleveland, or even if not Cleveland, they'll play someone good in the Eastern Conference they might not win. But getting to the postseason is their goal. As of now, they're on pace to do so. Grizzlies and Pelicans, again, this is only a short stack of games in the in the, in the NBA last night, six of them. Uh, this, was, this was a game where you saw the performance of the night in Marc Gasol. 38 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, and four blocks. Talk about a double double with just cheese, bacon, lettuce, you name it. Uh, 67 on the whiteboard with the performance scale. Marcus Saul went off last night as the Grizzlies get the victory over the Pelicans.
0: Sixteen. Yeah,
1: ridiculous shooting, unbelievable by him, by Marcus Saul. 113, 104 over the Pelicans. But some really, really good news as Tyreek Evans made his appearance, his first appearance back on this team. Uh, and, I, and this was exactly where I, where I saw this team. I didn't see them being 4-14, four and 14, the Pelicans, at this point in time, coming into the year. Knowing Tyreek Evans was going to be out, you knew that it was going to be a tough road, and it has been. Tyreek Evans, though, first game back after a huge injury that he had. 20 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds. A 45 on the whiteboard with a performance scale. Not quite a whiteboard with a performance, but for coming back first game, that's Highly impressive, and they're going to need his presence more than not coming down the stretch here in, in December, starting in uh, starting Chris, you know, right before Christmas time. Because if he can put together games like this, the Pelicans will be in games more than not. A huge outburst for him to come back, crazy, crazy comeback for him, in Tyreek Evans for him to finally be on the floor. And do well. Uh, one more game, finally, uh, before the end of the night. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks and Trail Blazers. Mavericks get the victory in overtime, one fifteen to one twelve. Quite a bit of whiteboard worthy performances in this one, obviously, as they went to overtime. Damian Lillard in the losing effort, twenty five points, ten assists, eight rebounds, the fifty three, two rebounds away from a double from a triple double. A great performance by him. Daza Pachulia had twenty one rebounds. Nothing much outside of that. He had fourteen points, but again, that's all he really had. Twenty one rebounds is no joke. Uh, and then Darren Williams, thirty points, eight assists, six rebounds and two blocks. And we're looking at the old Darren Williams from last night and that one. Uh fifty-four on the whiteboard with the performance scale again. The Mavericks of the victory. They're eleven and eight now. They're now eleven and eight. The Trailblazers are seven and twelve. They're about what we expected coming into this portion of the season. Andrew, what did you see from the rest of the NBA tonight, uh last night in the what like, what did you see? What 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 sparked your interest from these six games? That were presented on a Tuesday
0: uh something that really is intriguing is Andrew Wiggins went out and shot nine for fifteen from the field and got twenty seven points So when you look at the way he's been playing, uh just yeah. taking quick glances, you're like wow twenty two points a game, sure he's shooting forty four percent, but he hasn't been getting to the rim as much as he can, so that jump shot's much improved um yes. but but the thing that could transform him from a very good player to a great player. Is when this guy starts getting the wherewithal to so one, you got to grab more rebounds than four when you're when you're, you know, strong. Even though you're a shooting guard, I think five six is where you need to be to be great. But right. he needs to learn the driving kick. One point nine assists per game is not good enough for the top scorer on the team, and and that might not make sense in some people's mind because obviously top scorer is different from top passer. But when you're this top notch scorer. The defense is focused around you. You drive, they collapse. You're out for a three, they swarm. you got guys open down low, you got guys open up or out near the perimeter. You have to be able to make those plays or your team, you know, this is something that affects, like he went for 27 points last night on 60% shooting and had a minus five plus minus. That's something that can change. You go from two assists to four assists, that's, you know, that's anywhere from four to six points a game. They lost by three. If you, if it's, it's simple math, um, and not only that, assists normally come off easy buckets. Uh, you know, you yeah. you can get assists on the hard buckets, but normally, if somebody has ten assists, six, seven, eight of those were off of easy baskets, easy cuts, easy kicks out to the perimeter. Um, but so that's something he needs to add to his game. To take the ne- the true next step. There's, you know, he's been very good this year, but I mean, to to superstar land, uh, the Mavericks. They just—they're coming out, and with a lot of older players, Darren Williams, uh, Dirk. You know, they're coming out and they're looking younger than they are. Dirk again last night, twenty-eight points, um, seven rebounds, six assists. Like I just said, those six assists—he's he's their best scorer, and he's still going out and getting six assists because he knows the defense will collapse around him. And it's a lot—it's a lot harder for him because they're not going to collapse as much for a guy who can run maybe three miles an hour. Um, right. But but you know you got to find ways to do those things. And him and Darren Williams combined for uh, fifty eight points last night, fourteen assists, fifteen rebounds. That's that that's what a superstar duo does. That's around what KD and Russell Westbrook average, a little bit higher even. So Brian. you know this is this is a team that's that's defying the critics. Does that mean you were uh, you know eleven and eight puts them in the top half or fifth in the Western Conference. Uh, this is just, this is a good uh, or this was a good night of basketball. You said and something that really is disappointing me. I don't want to get off track here, but something that's really disappointed me. And I know he's putting up twenty three and a half, almost eleven rebounds, two and a half blocks. But Anthony Davis's play has not been dominant. Um, right, right. It's been good. It's been very good. But this is mm-hmm. the guy who's supposed to be who's supposed to take LeBron's throne, and right. he's not so far. Again, you look at the numbers, twenty-three and a half, forty-nine 49% shooting, 2 assists, 11 rebounds, 2.8 blocks, and 1.2 steals. You're looking at a very, very good basketball player. You're looking at one of the better players in the league, but you're not looking at a guy who's competing for the best player in the league. That's LaMarcus Aldridge of last year, plus some box. Yeah. Um. So he, he has been disappointing. I get that there's injuries, but you tell me you put Kevin Durant on the team. You put LeBron on the team. You put you know it's Kobe week. You put prime Kobe on this team, they're not four and fourteen right now. They're not, even with all the injuries. So he's got to step up his game and he has to will his team to win. No matter, it, I don't care if he has to put up thirty and fourteen every single night. He's got to find a way. It's one of those things
1: where you know you mentioned the fact that Anthony Davis has is supposed to be the next face of the league, and I've been mentioning this over the last week or so that if Anthony Davis doesn't take over the league this year, maybe next year, you know, with LeBron getting a little older every year, he's not old, he's not ancient, but, I mean, he is 30, and he is going to turn 31 here in the next month. Um, You know, it's one of those things where eventually LeBron will fall off and not be the best player in the league. It won't happen anytime soon. It might take a couple of years, maybe three years, four years, for it to finally happen. But in those three or four years, that'll be when the transition starts to occur with who will be the best player in the league. And uh I think the last time the NBA didn't have a quote unquote, you know, really just mega superstar running the league outside of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, you can you can even say Kobe and a couple of other guys, you know, uh, in this era, definitely Tim Duncan and things like that, you know, um, and LeBron obviously. LeBron's been the guy. Uh, LeBron and Kobe were the guys uh, for a while when when MJ left. Um, you're looking at a situation where you know it could be we could have a very very just you know a lot of really really good players instead of one unbelievable face of the league like we've had LeBron over the last five ten years. Um, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to it's going to maybe hurt the league a little bit from, an, from a from a face perspective. Uh, but, but overall, I think the league's in better hands than we expect. Um, real quickly, uh, a couple of things, because Andrew's got to get back to work here shortly. But real quickly, uh, I wanted to talk about this college basketball game from last night, and I wanted to talk. Actually, one thing real quick. I wanted to ask you, Andrew. Reggie Jackson was fined in Detroit for what he did. Can you explain what happened with his fine? I, I was confused.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, he was walking back to the bench. Uh, Heckler started going at him, and I, I you know, I don't want to say we we try to keep this show family friendly. Uh, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say what he said back to the fan, uh, but he told him that he can suck on something, and yeah. he also threw an N word in there. Um, yeah, so it's not really something you want to hear, uh, you know, to the fans. The fans are the customers. These guys seem to forget that a lot. Uh, these guys are why they make a living. They're paying money to be right. there. They can they can say whatever they want to you. You got to take it. I get sometimes they can get to these guys. And Reggie Jackson seems like a pretty good person, uh, but you know it, it got to him. It happens. They find him and it's over with now. So, okay, that's good to go. All right, that's that Sounds good.
1: Uh, college basketball from last night. What's up? What's up? What's up? The breaking news. We got
0: two two breaking news real quick in the football world. Uh oh yeah uh, the smaller yeah. one Austin Davis will start instead of Johnny Manziel they're still trying to teach him a lesson because the 20 year old's not they the 22 year old 23 whatever he is is not allowed to drink according to his team so Austin yeah. Davis will start and in Denver Brock Osweiler will start for the remaining of the year no Good. matter what Peyton felt he will have to struggle mightily they said so that's huge the legend we're seeing three legends right now. I don't know if you saw the whole uh, Tiger Woods talk, but Kobe, Tatum and Tiger all, you know, its this is about the end for all three of them. So it's, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Well, hey,
1: Tom Brady and uh, Tim Duncan are still chugging along, so I don't say that all the legends are gone yet, but I see what you're saying on the whole. Yeah, Tiger Woods, I heard about that conversation yesterday and that uh, remark he made about potentially leaving the sport of golf shortly. But that's all other news. The one thing I wanted to get to you real quick, NCAA basketball, Miami and Nebraska again, you saw big ten a c c uh uh you know uh the challenge going on this week uh Miami faced nebraska number twenty one They almost lost they went to overtime Nebraska held them held it strong, but miami eventually got the win seventy seven seventy two kind of scare there when it came to Miami, especially with the way they've been playing over the last couple of weeks. Maryland and UNC, number two Maryland playing number nine UNC in, in on Tobacco Road. 89-81, UNC got the victory, but Mellow Trimble was for real last night. 8 of 14 from the field, 23 points, 12 assists. Marcus Page also 20 points off 7 of 12 shooting, 5 assists from UNC. You talk about two guys that look really, really ready to go to the NBA uh, coming up this next draft. What did you see from this one, Andrews? I know you watched this one, and you had a pretty keen eye on what was going on
0: in this game. Yeah, so often what people what people think about when you talk about one of the best basketball games you've ever seen played is how did it end. Now this ending wasn't yeah. as exciting, but this second half yes. um and I, I you know it was eighty nine to eighty one, high scoring game, crazy shooting percentages, very good, but it wasn't defense. Okay, these teams were coming out, they were moving the ball, especially the first five minutes of the second half was the best five minutes of college basketball I've ever watched. Um, these these yeah. teams came out, they moved the ball, and they played defense, but these players just kept making the shots over the defense. Uh, Suleiman and Trimble, they combined for nine threes on 14 attempts. Uh, Marcus Page came out. He was four for five for three. Uh, Barry, uh, he was three for five. They were seven for ten from three. This was showed how great both of these teams are. UNC, of course, they came in ranked number one. Maryland is ranked number two. They'll fall probably to... I say no further than fourth, but they'll probably fall to fifth. Um, but this was one of the best played basketball games on the offensive end I've ever seen in my life. NBA, college, anything. These guys went out, they made their shots, they they stayed calm. UNC would hit a couple big shots, or, or Maryland would hit a big shot, and you would see these players go back down to the end of the court, and you know they're not celebrating, even if it's... You know, they don't have their heads down. If a team took an eight-point lead, they wouldn't put their heads down. Right. They'd inbound the ball. They'd go down and they'd score. They'd score. They score they would not celebrate like they just won the game. They'd go down and they'd play defense. It was it was amazing to watch two out, extremely well-coached teams. And and this, I hope, the rest of the college basketball season can compare to half of what this game was. Yeah, because this, this game felt like March at times. It was unbelievable,
1: and it was really, really – Fun to watch. College football playoffs came out last night, Andrew. The Big Ten Championship is gonna dictate who gets the fourth spot. Andrew, before you go back to work, I just wanted to get your answer. Is it gonna be Iowa? Is it gonna be Michigan State? Is it gonna be Ohio State? Which of these teams are gonna get in to the college football
0: playoff after this weekend? As much as I hate to say it, uh I think Michigan State's gonna beat Iowa. Uh and many of you guys know I'm a big time Michigan fan. Uh so it's been a rough couple years for football for me, or a rough decade, really. Um, but I, I do think Michigan State's going to go and beat Iowa. I think it's going to be closer than people think. Iowa's not a bad team. People are saying, well, they're the fourth-ranked team and they're, they, they haven't played anybody. Just because you haven't played anybody doesn't mean you can't beat anybody. Uh, you can play yeah. who's on your schedule. Um, Michigan State, they, uh, they they might be the best team in the country. But here's the kicker. If Clemson loses to North Carolina, which is entirely possible, I think Ohio State and the winner of that game get to the playoffs. Oh, I agree with Um, that. So that – and, you know, they might be the third and the fourth team. Actually, if Clemson loses, State will probably go up to two. But I think they both win their games. If they're playing Alabama and if they're playing, let's say – who else? Let's see. Who else is in there? Uh, Who – I can't remember that off the top of my head. I had it. I'm not making stuff up here, but uh, it's all. You good. know, Alabama. I I think Ohio State would beat Alabama again. I think they're just a better team. They hit the the mess up against Michigan it, or against Michigan State. It happens. Um, but yeah. I do you think they're the better team. Of course, of course, Stanford has a chance to get in. That'll be a win versus Notre Dame, who's ranked fifth at the time. And then this week it'll be USC, who's ranked twentieth. Um, North Carolina has that shot if they beat the number one team. But I think it will be State. Or all right, so this is how it'll probably go if, if my scenario works out. It'll probably be Alabama one, <laughs> Oklahoma two, Michigan State and Ohio State. I think Michigan State would beat Alabama and I think Ohio State would beat Oklahoma. So then you'd have a Big Ten uh you know, the the biggest rivalry in the Big Ten the past couple of years and I know Michigan fans just will refuse to admit that. It has been. Right. Uh, for the national championship, which would be insane ratings, it would be. Uh, and, I think it, it would, would be, help the Big Ten for recruits. Yeah. It would be a beautiful thing.
1: I think it would be outstanding, Andrew. I know you got to get back to work, man. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow, man. No doubt. All
0: right. See ya. Thanks, man.
1: Sound, sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got to get back to work again. Early edition here on the Hoopers Log. Uh, normally, we do our show around around uh, two p.m. Eastern, eleven a.m. Pacific. Um, But today, with me being busy and just life and things of that nature, and especially considering it's kind of a a slow night in the NBA tonight, uh, one big game Louisville and Michigan State play tonight. Outside of that, it's not anything super special when it comes to the world of basketball tonight. So we're just going to decide to do an early show and get it done with. Uh, Coaches of the month were announced yesterday. One more thing before I get to that. Trade rumors. We're starting to see trade rumors around the NBA. We're slowly starting to get – those, those those news clips of trade rumors coming around. Since we got the All-Star break coming up, people are starting to vote for All-Star teams. So start thinking about that stuff when it comes to basketball and start thinking about that. Also, if you need to get a gift for someone when it comes to your video games, we are giving away a PlayStation 4 edition of NBA 2K16. If you want NBA 2K16, go free. All you got to do is call in 323 323- Six, four, two one five five eight, do it, and you'll get on and you'll get on the show, ask us a question, do what you need to do, and you can get NBA 2K 16 for free for PS four. Just call us in at any time uh, whenever you want it, just call in and we'll get you the game. We'll get you the information, and we'll get you the game as soon as possible for Christmas time. It's definitely been one of the best games I've played in a long time. Coaches of the month, Coaches of the month. Luke Walton for Golden State and David Blatt for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not shocking. Luke Walton has been the fir- is the first coach in NBA history to win Coach of the Month with no technically no wins. He hasn't had any wins credited to him throughout this entire winning streak for the for the Golden State Warriors. It's all gone to Steve Kerr. It's been really really an odd situation when it comes to historical perspectives when it comes to this whole thing. But again, Luke Walton Coach of the Year for for the excuse me, Coach of the Month Coach of the month for the month of November, as the Golden State Warriors clearly have kept winning and they just keep getting it done. And David Blatt, obviously, with the best start in the Eastern Conference, the Cleveland Calder is given that coach of the month. Nine games on a Wednesday. We're going to preview it real quick for you, and then we'll get out of here. Uh and we'll get and we'll get back to real life. Nine games on, on a on a Wednesday in the NBA. And then like I said, Louisville plays Michigan State number twenty three. Louisville plays number three. Uh, I believe number twenty-four Louisville. If I'm not mistaken, either way, they're 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 near the back half, the top twenty-five against Michigan State. That game will be on around uh, seven seven o'clock, seven thirty on ESPN tonight. I would expect Michigan State to get that victory, but you never know. Louisville tends to play well against really good teams with Rick Pitino at the helm. Nine games on a Wednesday again. Golden State plays Charlotte, and I I would expect this is the game of the night. I will definitely be tuning into this one. I will be watching to see if Golden State can run that to 20 in a row, 24 in a row going back to last year. Golden State's favored by nine. I would take Charlotte plus the nine in this one. I think Charlotte is going to find a way to keep it close and even potentially win this ballgame. Kimball Walker is always up for big games, and whenever he plays a big game, he plays bigger than what what we've seen him in the past. It's always been a factor with him. He's always found a way to stay relevant when it comes to the big moment, and he can shine in the big moment. He's done it in college. He's done it a couple times in the NBA. He finds a way to get it done. I don't think Charlotte gets the win. I think the Warriors will win ultimately, but I expect this to be a very, very, very competitive ballgame and a very good one at that. Wizards favored by 10 tonight over the Lakers. Don't take the 10 points. I think the Lakers will keep it closer than we think, uh, but the, Warriors will fi- excuse me, the Wizards will find a way to get the victory. They just played the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're going to come off a rough one. I think they'll get I think they'll get the win, but I think the Lakers will get the plus ten. I think they'll find a way to keep it close, keep it within ten. Suns and Pistons, this will be a fun game. This will be an interesting game to watch tonight. Uh, especially for Andrew Norris out there in Detroit. Obviously Detroit favored by four and a half. I think Detroit will get the victory tonight. Andre Drummond is just too big down low. I think he's going to dominate. Uh and as long as, as long as Reggie Jackson can keep up with Eric Bledsoe and Brandon Knight, gonna be a good one. Pistons favored by four and a half. Take the four and a half. They're gonna get the win tonight. I think they'll win a little bit bigger than we think. Knicks and seventy sixers, the seventy sixers coming off that high of a victory. Don't be shocked if the seventy sixers keep it closer than the than the over than the, uh, than the uh than the than the spread. New York's favored by nine. I think Philly will keep it a little bit closer than we think since they finally got a victory into their belt. I think they know what it takes to finally win a game in the NBA. The Knicks, I believe, they'll win, but I think the Seventy Sixers will keep it closer than they think. Give seventy ers plus, plus the nine Take them, that they'll find a way to keep it close and find a way to be relevant in this one. Raptors and Hawks, game of the night in the Eastern Conference, no doubt. Raptors and Hawks, two teams that really are really the cream of the crop when it comes to that middle portion of the Eastern Conference. Uh, they're really the cream filling of that entire conference. The Raptors, 11-7, and 7, Hawks, 12-8. and 8. Both teams getting near that quarter poll, as we mentioned. That show, that quarter poll show, will be on December 8th here on the Hooper's Log. Uh, again, same old time as normal. We will be doing wrapping up and, and, and reviewing what's going on in the quarter poll when it comes to the NBA. That will be in about, I'll be about six days from today. Raptors and Hawks. Hawks are favored by three. I think that I think the Raptors will win this game uh, flat out. I think they'll get the victory, but don't be shocked if the Hawks win. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. Honestly, I think this is going to be one of the better games we watch during the night. Um, Obviously, I'm going to be watching Golden State and Charlotte, but once that game's over, I'm flipping over to this one. This is the game I'll be watching after that. I think the Hawks will keep it close. They'll find a way to keep it competitive, Um, but the Raptors should win, and I think the Raptors will win the game ultimately. I'd think i give Raptors plus the three because Atlanta's favored by three. I'd take take Toronto plus the three in that one uh, just for that sake. Uh, Bulls and Nuggets. Nuggets don't stand a chance. The the Bulls are favored by ten. I would take that. I would take the Bulls minus ten in this one. I think they'll get the victory, and they'll find a way to dominate over Chicago. Rockets and Pelicans. Uh, these are two teams that are coming from different angles. The Rockets are more of the I guess they're more of the free flowing, uh lazy kind of nonchalant type team where the Pelicans are just injured and not prepared and I mean you you, you know you name it. They're just not playing well. Obviously they we got Tyreek Evans back. That's gonna impact their ability to play this ball game. I think the Pelicans will come in and play closer than this game will I think this game will go to overtime. I think this will be one of the best games we watch all night. Considering Tyreek Evans is back, if he plays at full strength like he did last night, you're looking at a Pelicans team that could potentially walk out with a win in Houston. Um, Especially with the way Houston's been playing lately, it would not shock me if the Pelicans got a victory. I don't think they'll win. I think the Rockets will win, but I think it'll be much closer than we think. Rockets are favored by four. This is a scary line. I, I think it could go five. It could go three. The Houston Rockets could dominate the Pelicans, but the Pelicans could also come out and really keep this game close and maybe even win. I, I think I think I I would take the Pelicans plus the four just to be on the safe side. The Rockets have always scared me uh, over this last couple of weeks when it comes to betting, so I would just take the Pelicans just to stay safe in that one. Bucks and Spurs, again nine games on the on the docket for the NBA so it's quite a bit tonight. Bucks and Spurs, the way the Spurs have been playing, there's there's no way you can't take them. Now the the line is rather large. Twelve the Spurs are favored by twelve points. I wouldn't take them minus twelve. I'd take the Bucks plus twelve in this one. I think the Spurs will get the victory, but I think the Spurs will only win by like eight or nine points. I don't see them winning by twelve tonight. That's just I it just is not like looked like a scenario that could happen. I think the I think the Bucks will find a way to keep it close late. I think the I think the Spurs will dominate all game, but I think the Bucks will find a way to pull within, you know, ten points late. That'll happen. Pacers and Clippers now, if I didn't have if I had NBA T V on my phone, I would totally watch this game because this in my opinion, outside of the uh hawks and raptors and the warriors and hornets is game of the night by from what i'm concerned clippers have not been playing too well lately but the pacers have paul george in the way they've been playing they've been playing outstanding basketball both teams kind of need this to really prove that they're they belong within where they're at right now and the clippers want to get back to that relevancy and try to get to their 11th win at this point in time of the year while the pacers they're trying to get to 12 and 5 and contend with cleveland in the eastern conference this is gonna be a fun game to watch it's in la the Clippers are favored by two and a half. I'm going to take the Pacers plus the two and a half because I think the Pacers can ultimately win this ball game. And if Paul George can come out and play the game he's been playing over the last two weeks or so, I'm telling you, I think the Indiana Pacers can win the game if that's the case. If not, I think the Clippers will win. I think the Clippers will finally get over that hump and, and start to become relevant again. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, they have shown that they have just had a lot of weaknesses on both ends of the court and they have just not found a way just to overall get it done. Well, we got about a minute left in the show, and um, when it comes to the way this show went today, early edition again, early edition today. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back at it at 11 p.m. Excuse me, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern uh, on the 3rd of December. Episode 22 for tomorrow. Episode 21 is in the books for today. Again, thank you again for listening. Go watch that college basketball game. Three games on the docket tonight for the NBA that you should keep an eye on. Uh, If you have NBA TV, definitely check out that Pacers and Clippers game. Outside of that, my name is Timo Buckets. Again, my website, TimoBuckets.com. My Twitter, TimoBuckets253. Facebook page. If you do Facebook, go check out the Facebook page. We update it every single day when it comes to recaps in the NBA and whiteboard where the performance is. FanDuel, thank you again. Thank you again for sponsoring us, FanDuel. Here in the FanDuel Studios, my name is Timo Buckets. I'm out. See you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on the Hooper's Log through CLNS Radio. I'm out. Have a great
0: day, everybody. Enjoy the basketball.